0: Hi, this is Dez. And you're listening to Delving with Dez Podcast. Hi, you're with Delving with Dez. And and we have with us today Kerry West. And Kerry represents Dementia Friendly Port Macquarie. And they uh, and we'll get in to talk about the dementia side. But welcome Kerry.
1: Thank you, Dez. Lovely. It's,
0: it's really good that you're here. And let's start by talking about your your world. Tell me about who Kerry is, where you grew up and, and what you've done in in your few years on, on earth?
1: <laughs> All right, that's a good question. Um, I was born in Sydney, and when I was about 18, I decided to travel overseas, which was quite young in those days, yeah. to go. So I had three years abroad, uh, about a year in England, and then a girlfriend and I took off to Europe Yeah, looking for work. We wanted to work in countries rather than just be a tourist. Yeah. And so we were able to secure jobs when we were travelling in summertime with a van, sleeping outside and oh, cool. roughing it and, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, swimming in rivers and things like that. So we secured jobs in winter uh, while we were travelling in summer and that happened for another two years. So we worked in Switzerland, we worked in Amsterdam at the airport there oh, because right. that's English speaking. Then um, Switzerland and, and another time was Germany. Wow. Uh, again in aviation. So we had a great time. And then when I came home, I traveled home overland with the rucksack on the back uh, with a girlfriend. And I spent about six months traveling through India and Afghanistan Oh wow. and Pakistan, all those countries. And, and what then, did your
0: family think while you were doing that?
1: Well, my mum and dad actually came over six months after I left. They came to England and we, I put them up, my girlfriend and I. By that time we were living in a house with some other people as well. We put them up and they did a trip around Europe for a yeah. couple of months and came back and I bought their van off them that they used to travel oh, yeah. in Europe and then this girlfriend and I went off. They went back to Australia. and um, So my parents were, <laughs> I think, maybe checking up on me yeah. after <laughs> six months being away <laughs> overseas. Um, but I stayed For three years away altogether, and I had the best time of my life then. Wow! I came back when I was twenty-one, still quite young. Yeah, sure. And um, and then I got into uh, the rock and roll business actually Um, when I came back, uh, not long after I came back, and um, I worked with another man who represented Elton John here. Oh, wow! In Australia, and I would help organize tours. So I was his PA and I organised rock and roll tours, numerous, for Elton and Rod Stewart.
0: Wow, that's been exciting. Yeah. Did you get to meet them? Yes,
1: yes. Oh, cool, cool. And then uh, we did Sir Cliff Richard as well. And um, actually Kevin, my boss, um, Kevin Ritchie, he was Slim Dusty's manager for oh, right. a, long, a lot of years. Wow. Um, so that wow. was an exciting... I didn't realise like,
0: you were that famous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm not. <laughs> but I enjoyed, I really enjoyed that. Then I met my husband and he was building a yacht. Uh, he was three years into a project that took seven years in wow. our spare time. So I yeah. helped him for the last four years. And we built a yacht um, called the Monte Cristo, if anybody So did the Monte
0: Cristo actually get into the water? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, cool, cool. We
1: we launched her and lived on board for a while. We had a dream of uh, sailing the ocean and raising a family on the ocean, but economically it wasn't um, an option for us in the end. So we sold the yacht and bought a farm and moved out of Sydney and we started a family on the farm up near Glen Innes, the Tablelands. Out of so, Green. why
0: Glen Innes? Did you have any well, association with Glen Innes? No, James,
1: no. my husband James got a map out of New South Wales and just put his finger on that area, the Tablelands area. So we started looking at Tamworth because it was a cooler climate. Yeah, okay. We both didn't really like too much heat. Right. Uh, and so we started looking there, and, and finance finances dictated where we ended up. Yeah. Um, with this little property outside of a town called Emmaville.
0: There you go. And
1: um, a population of 500. Oh, right. <laughs>
0: Sydney to <laughs> 500. This, <laughs> That's a, this right. is a bit of a culture shock.
1: Yeah, a bit of a change. But we were busy. Um, I was busy, particularly. I had four children in five years. So. That was a huge thing, and we didn't have our own power. We had to generate our oh. own power. It's always a bit of a dream that people, yes. I find, think they want to generate their own power. But after about 10 years, we were over it. And so
0: just diesel power? Or how diesel, did you, yeah. We yeah, had a yeah. generator yeah, okay.
1: ba- batteries and, yeah. um, and that kind of thing. So we did that for 35 years, started fruit tree business, as well as a couple of other businesses, which the fruit tree business.
0: Tell us about the fruit tree business. We had a brief discussion before we started going on air. But tell us how that that works. It's fascinating.
1: Well, that kind of started, um, Des, I always give the glory to God for these ideas. Um, That's where good ideas come from. Yeah. So we were poor. We had the four children, and we couldn't afford to buy fruit trees. And James was always someone who learned out of books. right. Um, he was um, a great reader and learner. So he decided to make learn how to make fruit trees. So my mum worked in a nursery in Sydney and she sent him a book <coughs> and a grafting tool. And so he discovered that if you make a peach tree, you graft it on peach rootstock. If you make a plum, you can graft it on the same and an apricot and an nectarine. And he went to a tree out the backyard that had quite a, bit of age on it and he grafted 30 different kinds of stone fruits peaches nectarines early season mid-season late season and out of the 30 um that he grafted including the almond nut it's the same family 29 of them were successful
0: wow so
1: I, i he took me out to show me when it was waking up in spring and it was starting to have its different coloured flowers and wow. and and different leaves, and I thought, oh my goodness, they're all going to taste the same, aren't they? All yeah, <laughs> you'd
0: <would> think so, <laughs> wouldn't you? Yeah,
1: flavour's going to come down that branch and jump over to another branch, <clears throat> and then James explained grafting to me what it actually is, and um, he said, no, 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 they all retain their own individuality, um, they're just the same family, so they can grow off the one tree, so. Well, I was fascinated and friends were fascinated and you could do that with a citrus tree, you could do it with an apple tree. So here we were thinking, what a great idea. That's huge, yeah. Are we the first person to think of this? No, we weren't. Anyone that knows anything about grafting knows that you can do this. Yeah. Um, so we decided, well, why don't we make them and make them available to the public? Yeah, and teach them the special care that they need okay. as they grow. Like if the lemon grows faster than the orange framework on the tree, then you need to cut it back and balance it. So we decided to produce them, and like any other business that you're starting from scratch, there's a lot to learn. Yeah. And with horticulture, if you make a mistake and over fertilize something, you can kill it, mm. and then you've got to wait another year before you yeah. can catch yeah, up. Yeah. So. We had all that learning to do because we weren't actually horticulturalists. Yeah, yeah. But we James studied a lot and taught me a lot. Wow. And, and so this business has been growing ever since and we ship them around Australia and um, it's, it's a great business. And our children worked grafting in the school holidays, Christmas yeah. holidays. They worked at least five of their six weeks um, grafting the trees during that time. So they were a big part of it and they still a part of it to some degree today.
0: That's amazing. We're going to take a short break, okay. and then we're going to go back and talk a little bit more about the fruit trees, and okay. then we'll get on to talking about dementia, dementia. <laughs> which is a real aim. Well, this <laughs> is really good. We'll be okay. back shortly. Good. You're listening to Delving With Des. You're back with Delving With Des, and we're talking to Kerry West from dementia friendly and so we haven't actually got to talk about dementia yet we're so interested in these fruit trees and i find this fascinating that you can graph three different types of fruit from the same family onto one tree and you get the individual fruits i would have thought there must be dozens of people who are listening to this show who would love to have one of those trees in their garden you would think
1: Yes. Well, they're great. You can grow them in pots and still get normal-sized fruit in a pot. You just don't get as much fruit because you're keeping the root ball smaller yeah. than if it was in the ground. But uh, there's a website that people can go to.
0: Well, give us the name of the website.
1: Yeah, it's just fruitsaladtrees.com. That's tip.
0: amazing, <laughs> fruitsaladtrees.com. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. So, guys, if any of you are interested in doing this grafting, just tell your mates about it and, and you know, have a go. I mean, what a what a load of fun. Yeah. L- lovely opportunity. You're in your garden and put it in a pot and you have all these different types of fruit. You'll be able to make a fruit salad with cream and, and custard or whatever you want to do. But, <laughs> That's yeah. really good. Yeah. So, Kerry, again, so talk about your life. Uh, you've come to, uh, you're on the farm, you're doing this. What happened next in your world?
1: Well, we bought the new property um, near Port Macquarie at Rollins Plains, Upper Rollins Plains, and we landed here... Um And then a week after that, my husband had a second stroke and which left him with severe dementia. Um, and it was an instant change, yes um, overnight. He was actually having his quiet study time in the Bible. Um, he was a, a Bible teacher. And um, he, it was a complete change. It was an instant change and he became, Forgetful of everything, he couldn't sequence things. I couldn't give him any more than one instruction at a time. Right. He lost a lot of his intellect, and he was still a, he's still a nice man. Yes. He didn't become aggressive or angry. Yeah. But that became a huge change for us. Um, I had three of the four children at home when that happened. Just so happened they were at home on the farm here, and one of them stayed. The um, older boy Scott, he stayed for uh, two years to help me set up mm. the new nursery, and another son was uh, here on weekends as well. He Dane, he was a carpenter. is a carpenter from uh, Coffs Harbour. Uh, so Scott stayed two years, and then uh, he left and went overseas. And then Dane from Coffs Harbour came, and he's been here four years helping me.
0: So it's interesting, I mean, all of a sudden you're hit with this dementia. Mm -hmm. Just stepping back a step, I mean, I've heard about dementia and I know sort of what it means, Mm -hmm. but then people talk about Alzheimer's in the same breath. Mm -hmm. Are they the same thing or are they different or are the reactions different?
1: They are different. Um, Alzheimer's has more of a slower effect with people. It comes on to people. And then it slowly makes it the change in right. people, uh, which gives people, I think, an opportunity if they can have an early diagnosis that yeah. they can go and put things in place and find help and exercises to do to arrest the progression of it uh, yeah. a little more than otherwise. And they can put things in place for their life to plan ahead for, for yeah. what is going Probably going to happen. So it's just a different form of dementia. James had vascular dementia, which was the instant change for him. Uh, But other people have a slower onset of it. There's younger onset dementia too. Yeah. Uh, Quite quite a lot of people um, under sixty-five in this area um, of Port Macquarie and outer Port Macquarie. We've just done a. We've just done a survey um, trying to find these people because some of them don't know that they've got dementia. They just think that they're forgetful or they're getting older and, yes, that happens, but there is a diagnosis that can happen and they can get help. Um, And that's the the reason that we're on in this group, that I'm in this group. Uh, um, I didn't join any group, uh, much to my shame, really. I didn't join any group for a couple of years. I was just Mm. too busy doing catch-up with setting up the business and moving and landing here and caring for James because I had him home for seven years. Yeah. Uh, It's only about a year ago, a bit over a year ago, that I put him into permanent care. when It just got impossible for me to take care of him, especially Mm. through the night. Um, So it's it's something that um, comes on. Dementia is just like an umbrella of a word. Okay. That covers... There's another type of dementia that a good friend of mine has got here in Port Macquarie and it affects the speech right. of, of um, people and uh, coordination sometimes. There's different aspects of that too. Mm. And they've all got kind of different names, whether, ah, right. it, whether it's a lack of speech, uh, the ability to, to talk, you're affected that way, or it could be a lack of being able to understand language. right. That right. happens as well, and that's another mm. name. Right. So there's different names, but it all comes under the umbrella of dementia.
0: So people who, um, you know, are, are starting to get forgetful, let's just say, um, as opposed to people who have got dementia, what sort of things should people look for um, if they, you know, they, they are getting forgetful and they're concerned that maybe they or their partner may be starting to head right. towards dementia, how would they know the difference?
1: Well, here's a couple of, a few things to look out for. So we've got memory disrupting daily life. And okay. that means like right. every day. All oh, right. Or, or,
0: so it's not just a one-off. It's like an impact in their life yeah, every day. Three, yeah.
1: four times a week and then it starts to get, Repetitive behaviour, that they're doing the same thing. Oh, even, though, okay. even though you're saying, no, don't do that, you know, do it this ah, way. But they're right, okay. So they're difficulty doing familiar tasks. Okay, right. So, right. Um, it could so be,
0: something that they were used to doing and yes. know how to do. Yes. They forget and forget about how to do that. That's right. Yeah.
1: Um, social isolation, maybe they don't want to. All right. <clears throat> they don't want to interact with people or something's too noisy for them. Is that them?
0: because it's, they're, they're feeling awkward or they're feeling different? Or yeah, they're feeling yeah, different. Yeah, yeah That's yeah.
1: a sign. Um, confusion about time and place. okay. another one. Uh, where am I going? Who am I going with? When am I coming home? You know?
0: so, so it's not the sort of forgetfulness like, why did you go into the kitchen? To, you're going yes. to get something, but you forgot what you went in for. Yes, yeah. It's a bit different <laughs> from that, right? Yeah, we all know that, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we do.
1: So, uh, yeah, confusion about t- like you might say, and I'll come and get you at four o'clock, and they'll be hmm. asking you, when are you coming to get me? When uh, coming yes. To get me? What time is it? Yeah, yeah. How yeah. Do, or it might be, how do I get home? How do I get back? Yeah. So, yeah. they keep asking the same. Yeah. Problems with even abstract thinking. They can't. Visualize things. They can't um, sequence things. They can't. What do I do? It's more like what do I do next? Type of question. all oh, right right, you know? okay. They're coming yeah. to you for.
0: All right. So there's things that they would normally know how, how to do. To do next. They're forgetting yeah. how to do those That's things. Right. Yeah.
1: Cool. So there's that. There's um. This is a big one that James had: a loss of initiative.
0: Oh, so, that's interesting, isn't yes, it? Yeah. yeah so that the drive that they would have in their life, normally, uh, normally they just that disappears. It starts.
1: It starts diminishing. Oh, Right. It okay. May not yes. not disappear oh, right, entirely, Okay. But it starts yeah. diminishing. Yeah, like yeah. They forget yeah. what they were doing, and they yeah. need your help to yeah to help them to know um, poor and decreased judgment. Um, so they're making poor decisions. So something that you've noticed that. Wasn't there before yeah, about a decision yeah. again? Language problems, which is my friend. She yeah. she was having difficulty pronouncing words, but right. she she didn't actually do anything about it for too long. Really? Oh, really? Okay. Almost a couple of years.
0: So, so what could you do about that? Does well, it make like a speech therapist? Yeah, or? speech therapist. She's yeah. attending a speech therapist. Oh, really? Right, okay. And
1: they've got. <clears throat> she was showing me just a couple of days ago some phrases that she's learning to put together with her own voice so that when the time comes that she can't speak, she can press the buttons and have it recorded in her own voice. Oh, well, I
0: mean, that's getting to a point where it really does sort of impact your life we're going to take another short break this is an amazing conversation I mean you've gone through so much Harry and and let's talk about what that really means in your everyday life because it really does have a huge impact you're on uh, Delving with Des and we'll be back shortly you're listening to Delving with Des Hi, you're in Deving with Des, and we're back with Kerry West from Dementia Friendly. And so we've just been talking about uh, Kerry's life and the onset of dementia in her husband James, and and talked about you know what that looked like in her world. But Kerry, talk about how that really did impact your life. You had a new business, you had this husband who was had the onset after a stroke with dementia. Talk about how that practically appeared in your world?
1: Well, I needed to get him active uh, without me and I found um, a place in Port Macquarie, a few places, but I chose a particular one uh, for the way they handled people and got him involved. Uh, it's like a daycare centre, really, okay. but for people with, with dementia. Um, and they, I liked this particular um, group, uh, called Omnicare now. Um, yeah, I know
0: I know Omnicare. You know Omnicare? Yeah, I do, yeah.
1: Um, I liked the approach that they had where they delved into a person's background and then tried to get them involved. James loved cooking, for example. Uh-huh. So they got James to be in the kitchen. Oh, uh, cool. Pre- preparing food and yeah. other men had other interests. James loves playing chess. So they got him to teach other people. Oh, right,
0: chess right. So and that's good for stimulating his brain because yes. it forced him to think about what he was doing.
1: Well, that's right. And you don't want your person to go to one of these care centres and just sit in a chair and go to sleep all day and be served.
0: No, exactly. Well, it's no quality of life, is it? I mean, that's the problem. That's right. Yeah.
1: And you need to want to try and keep them active. And, and so I learned a lot more about dementia belonging to this particular group and we had some seminars actually held in Port Macquarie um, for professional people to come and speak, yeah, um, a- about their experience with dementia, and um, I spoke about mine, and some other couple of other couples spoke about theirs. So that's informative for people to learn more, and that's why we're in this dementia friendly Port Macquarie Alliance group. It's a um, we're all volunteers, and where there's professional people and people that um, d- doesn't have. Don't have um, loved ones that have got dementia, but they know how much is lacking of knowledge right. in in the area um, of dementia. So we're wanting to go into places like um, schools to teach children yeah. about dementia, so they don't have to be frightened of it. Sure, and to to uh, bring out the younger onset dementia. And so
0: let's talk about that just briefly. I mean. Uh, but off air, we were talking about dementia in the family context, and the fact that you know a mom and dad, where they've got a parent who's got dementia, they might be um, cautious or frightened of having that person who's got dementia with the children. And not not in any inappropriate way, but just in terms of the the children not necessarily understanding what's happening in the world. Can you talk to that? What's the best way to handle that? Do you think?
1: Well, to educate education is yeah. everything, isn't it? Yeah, and it is. so, if we go, I have a couple of scripture classes at um, primary school in Port Macquarie, and I ask the children in my scripture class had they heard of the word dementia, and out of a class of about twenty five, on one class about three children wow. put their hand up, yeah. and talked about an older relative. So, if we can go to to the schools and explain to them what it is and it's not to be frightened um, about and and what's happening to these people. Um, You'll even get compassion coming out of the children. Sure. And they want to learn it. Uh, So this is one of our aims. And the other aim at the current moment is for us to uh, get businesses accredited. Right. um, And have a sticker. Oh, that's so cool. So if somebody works in a cafe and a person walks in with dementia and orders coffee twice in a matter of a minute or two, they'll know that that person's yeah. suffering yeah. from dementia and they'll have strategies that they've learned how to handle that. So, so what
0: sort of strategies would you have in that sort of situation? Because the last thing you want to do, I guess, is embarrass the person who's suffering from the dementia. Yes. So what sort of strategies would you put in place in that sort of case?
1: Well, if, if you're in a business, you could... Um, a, the cashier, for example, can help them by taking the money from their hand and saying, "Well, that that coffee was uh, four dollars fifty, so this is a five dollar. So I'm going to give you fifty yeah. cent because they can't work it out yes. for themselves how yes. to how to uh, use their money. Sometimes there's
0: gets, some young kids that don't even know how to handle their money. That's
1: right, <laughs> that's right. and it and it does deteriorate but if if they yeah. and they like to go to the same cafe yeah um, they yeah become lots of times they be, and the carer who's looking after the person with dementia they like to go to a place where the staff will help them to help yes. their person yes of course so it's a it's even a good business practice I yeah say. yeah um, but it's it's something that's sadly lacking in lots of areas because dementia is actually the leading cause of death in women
0: Oh really in Australia. So yes. when you say cause of death what is that what does that mean well, How, just the brain doesn't stop functioning it does. is that is that, yes. Oh, okay yes yes wow it does it wow. stops
1: and uh, I believe with men it's the second leading wow. cause of death and it's growing because we We're a population that's ageing and just dementia is growing. Even with children, dementia is growing. You can be a small child and have dementia. Wow. That's right. That's a real surprise, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that's huge.
1: (laughs) Yes. But with with the deterioration of it, Des, it it depends on the person. I know with my husband I wanted to try and learn how is he going to deteriorate, Um, but as the specialist told me, it's all individual. Um, the escalation of uh, okay. it or, or how the progress of it is all individual. Some people go in steps, they, they plateau along the same level and then they'll drop
0: quite uh, severely and then right. they'll
1: plateau again and then they'll drop again, whereas other people just go on a, a small uh, yeah. decline.
0: So, right? do we, we don't know what causes the difference between those two? No. Wow. From what,
1: from what I understand, it's just when I got the report back of James's brain scan. Which is the doctor knew what I was looking for and he he said to me, no, it's deteriorated but we can't say that this interval, the next interval is going to be the same as this interval. So,
0: so, I mean, it's such a serious life impacting, Mm. is it a disease? Yes. Yeah. Uh, So, are there any cures or anything that, well, let's talk about cures. Are there any cures?
1: Not to my knowledge. There's there's exercise, there's diet, there's all those things that you can get help with right. with a, an early diagnosis of it. So
0: things like diet, um, mm. I mean, that's an interesting one because you wouldn't necessarily think that, you know, having um, chicken rather than beef would, you know, I'm just using that as an example, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. would actually impact somebody's mental capacity, but clearly it does. Well,
1: it does. I mean, some people eat meat every night of the week and lots yeah. of it and very little vegetables and salads. So yes. it's not just all a question of um, what you eat, it's how much of one compared ah, to the other. So
0: others. it's about balance of food types. That's right, and yeah, for okay. your
1: particular body. And these are the kinds of things that you can get help for. Right. Uh, we work closely too with Dementia Australia in, in our area here. And so together we're Dementia Australia and Dementia Friendly Port Macquarie, yeah. which is um, where specifically for this area, th- that we like to work together to help people and get the word out there mm. and get help yes. to people. I mean, I was silly. I didn't get any help for a couple of years um, because I was just head you, down. Was there. that
0: because you felt you could do it yourself or was well, that?
1: no, I just didn't make time for it. I, okay. I just thought, oh, am I going to sit around a, t- a circle and share all my difficulties with ah. somebody? That's not me, no, I've, and I've got a business to run and I've got to keep the wheels turning here and
0: you know, what's, really, <laughs> no. what's really interesting about that is that, as you know, I, I'm involved in men's ministry too, yes. and men are exactly that way. Mm. You know, they, they, uh, they've they got all their agenda of things they need to do, but, you know, when it comes to looking after themselves and, and things <laughs> are, that are important, they, they sort of get pushed to the side.
1: Yes. Yeah, it's crazy. It is. So, well, once I joined this particular group by, by um, kind of by accident, and I've got these offers of, look, we'll make some signs for you if you wanted signs. I only wanted signs in the bedroom to help James yeah, get up. Sure. You know what day it was and what clothes he was putting on. That was in the days where he could dress himself. Yeah, yeah. That's not the case anymore. But um, I didn't want signs up all around my house, but some people work that way. But yeah. I found with this Montessori program that came through Omnicare, I found that r- they taught me that repetition does work, Right. with people and so I wanted James to set the table and find where the glasses yeah. were and he would yeah. ask me where are the glasses again and I would say yeah. in that cupboard and point to it and then yes. I stopped saying in the cupboard and I'd say you find them and keep looking oh, yeah. and so for maybe two months he would get it on the third time yeah. off, he opened yeah. the door off and then here we are four or five months later down the track, and then he's going straight to it because I'm not telling him. Wow. He could condition his Wow,
0: that's interesting. You can actually do that. That's great. That's right. I mean,
1: that was big. We talk about magic moments. James has a horse that he trained to do tricks, and so I wanted him to continue. The horse's name is Blessing. I wanted him to continue practicing with Blessing without me having to come and tell him from my office to the house. And so I decided to put a carrot for blessing. She loved carrots. Yeah. I put a carrot on the kitchen bench that I knew he would walk past. And right. so that carrot became his trigger to right. help him take it to blessing and wow. keep, keep doing her trick. So I could teach him things like that.
0: So we're going to take another short break, and we'll be back to talk a bit more about those the outcomes and how you can help somebody who's got dementia or Alzheimer's you know cope with life. We'll be back shortly. You're listening to Delving with Des. You're back with Delving with Des, and we have Kerry West with us from Dementia Friendly. And so we we're just talking before the break about the impact uh, that somebody with dementia can have on the world of family around them. Um, and and Kerry, uh, you talked just before the break about triggers, and uh, it was really interesting. We just talked about the carrot, and and you know the fact that that would trigger in James to go and look after his horse. Hmm. What other sort of triggers did you put in place of a similar sort of vein?
1: Well, I had a um, a sign on the fridge, well, a, ca- a little bit like a <clears throat> um, a whiteboard that I yeah. bought uh, that fitted on the fridge. So I got James to go to the fridge. I kept telling him in the morning when he would get up to go to the fridge, and then it came to the p- point... Where he would go to the fridge, he would. I would write on it. Today is Tuesday. You are going to um, the care centre. Leaving here at um, eight p.m. Sorry, eight a.m. And you'll be back because he always wanted to know when he was coming Ah, back. uh, When he was coming back at uh, four a.m. So I actually four p.m. Sorry, (laughs) I got my. That was a long daycare. (laughs) A.m.s and p.m.s mixed up. So, I was able to teach him to go there straight to that. When I left hospital with him, he'd been in hospital a week and I'd taken him out and they just I said to them, "What do I do with him?" and they said, "Do whatever works." Well, that wasn't what does really that wasn't really an answer for me. Yeah. Um, anything specific, like any other help? She said, "I suggest that you get a calendar Mm. and mark on the calendar <laughs> what you'd like James to do. <clears throat> so the problem with that was James would look at the calendar and then he would go off and then he would forget to go back and look at uh, it again yes. or look at it another third time or yeah. so forth. So the the calendar idea didn't work. I had to I had to actually manage him and just see him roaming around because he would go and do... First job, and then he would get sidetracked and go yeah. and do something else yeah. and do whatever he wanted to do, which could be <laughs> destructive. In the nursery, for <laughs> yes. example, there was a lot of signs. James, do not cut this tree, <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> because he'd get his pruners out and he'd yeah. start.
0: Well, it's, it's so natural well, for him to do that, right?
1: That's right. So we had to uh, put signs up or tell the staff if they if they see him come yeah. and tell us. Wow, because it's hard for them to. Go and change sure. his of course Sure. So it's training was worked well, and this is what I learned by joining a group. Yes. And, and it's like a lot of things, Des. When you hear also of other people's stories and other people's cases, there's always people that have it a lot tougher than, sure. than you did. Like yeah. personalities even change with people with oh, dementia. Well, that's
0: right. Some people get frustrated and angry and, yes. and those sort of emotions come out. But you're blessed not to have that.
1: That's right. I, I am blessed and I am thankful that James is still a nice person yes. and a nice man and he's got a nice smile. Yeah. So yeah. not a lot have that. And other yeah. people get up. In the middle of the night and and that that's when they start moving furniture around and yeah, doing things like yeah. that every night Wow James had a few things like leaving lights on and wanting to all of a sudden lock the doors of our ah. farmhouse we'd never locked a door in 45 years oh. in a farmhouse, <laughs> so, but um, he wanted to lock all the doors so that that was difficult to get him out of that he'd go yeah. and latch them all so Wow. That was just something for him yeah, to do, but yeah. it wasn't, wasn't harmful. Well, so. it wasn't,
0: exactly, it wasn't destructive no. or anything like that, which, yeah. is, which is a good thing. Now, you're, you're dementia friendly, you've talked a few times about that group. Do you have the contact details? There's probably people who are listening who, you know, don't know where they are with one of their loved ones, they don't know if, if they're just getting older like me, uh, or they're suffering from dementia, Would you have the contact details for that group?
1: Yes, there's a a website they can go to. It's Dementia Friendly PMQ, which stands for Port Macquarie, right? PMQ.
0: Dementia Friendly, -friendly, all one word, PMQ.
1: PMQ. PMQ PMQ.com.au.
0: Right, that's good.
1: So that's pretty easy, Dementia Friendly PMQ.com.au. And the phone number is actually the Dementia Australia phone number. 1-800-100-500.
0: One 500 Oh, that's an easy to remember number. One eight hundred, one hundred, five hundred. It's good. So, Kerry, um, to finish off, tell me uh, what advice you would give to anybody who's, you know, struggling, whether it be dementia, and Alzheimer's, um, and just we've got the we've got the <laughs> we've got now got the email address. So it's dementia friendly. Port Macquarie all spelled out so as dementia friendly Port Macquarie at gmail.com so oh, that's really cool. Thank you for that. Uh, so what advice would you give to somebody who's you know got a loved one, a mom, a dad, a husband, a wife who uh, is showing signs of doing things differently or um, forget being forgetful in ways that we talked about earlier mm-hmm. what would be your advice other than obviously contacting this group what else would you suggest to them?
1: Well, it's sometimes hard because the older person doesn't really know that they're different. Yes, so yes that's true too. It it can be a difficult um, task, but I think to start the conversation is good. How how you've maybe how you've learned some things about dementia, and maybe you can get some help um, for them if they'd like to go and. Visit a doctor and maybe mum or dad. You can say maybe maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong, uh, but can would you agree to go and yeah have a talk? Yeah, so that you have to get them to to, to be assessed. Yes, if yes. they can, and that can take some time, and it can it can be a mountain with some people.
0: So uh, yeah, I, I guess that's true because people don't want to believe they've got that problem. That's right, right. So so it's a it's confronting. Uh, you know, in the, in that way. So, yeah. are there any ways, techniques you can use to get a loved one to go to get assessed? Is is it the language you use, but maybe it
1: it could be, and it could be. Perhaps you could go to their doctor, yeah, and yourself, and tell them your concerns. Yes, and therefore the doctor may be able to help you to help them yes. have some ideas yeah. so that they should know the person in question Yes. and be able to talk to you about your concerns. So doctors are quite active. Some of the doctors are getting on board with us now yeah. to bring out the people with the younger onset dementia, this recent um, project that we've had going. Um, so that's good. And each one's individual, how to sure. get your person there. But uh, getting knowledge for a start, reading. Yes, read yes. some things about um, dementia. There's another. There's another tool that you might use, just as a fun thing. Even um, it's an app that you can get on your phone, and it's called Brain Track. Oh, right? Brain, Brain Track. track. It's yeah? a free app, and what happens is you can get them to do it with you, or you can do it yourself as well, <clears throat> and you get to answer the questions. There might be um, 20 questions that come Mm. at Mm. you. It could be things like um, luggage, a pattern that's on luggage. Right. And they give you one and then then they tell you to choose the one that's exactly the same and they'll run half a dozen past you and you need to answer which one has the same pattern or it could be something to do with money. Right. Um, And and it's remembering what you've just seen Yes. Can you see yes. it again a second time? Um, and then there's all different aspects of life that they ask you these questions. And you can sit for this test, if you'd like, yeah. you can call it that, uh, once a month. And wow. then BrainTrack keeps a track of your oh, right. correct answers and your score.
0: Yeah. So yeah, yeah. you
1: can have. A check on yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah, cool. That's great, actually.
1: <laughs> and a check on. And maybe she get one.
0: that up for me. Yeah, that's I've got it. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs>
1: yes. And and have a go and uh, just try and do a fun thing like that with your loved one, and just say, "Well, Mum, let's or well, Dad, let's have a look at this and see how we go with this." I got this score. Let's see what you can have on that, and it's and it's non-threatening, and it's. Could be mm. a bit, you could make it into a bit of fun.
0: Yes, exactly. That's a great piece of advice. Brain track. Uh, so sort of Brain track. Mm. We've been talking with Kerry West from, Dem- from Dementia Friendly. Kerry, thank you so much for your time. It's been lovely to interview you.
1: Great. Lovely to be here.
0: You have been listening to the podcast of Delving With This.